Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I am your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hope everyone is doing well. And and John's far away. John, yeah, he's uh, he's 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 like West Coast. Like he could. The sad part is, he could come home and, and be home in time for E three easily. Mm-hmm. But no, he has to go see family before he comes home on his trip. So in theory, what you're telling me is he's choosing family over E3. I thought we were his family. Right. Right. I don't know how to take this newfound information. It's like you could see your family 360 days a year. Right. You know, you know, you pick the five. Yeah. You know, during the E3 event of 2019, it'll probably be the greatest E3 ever, you know, because everybody thinks it might not be. Yeah. Speaking of E3, <laughs> this is um, good. I like what you did there. I'm going to try, unless something goes wrong and like Twitch says you can't do that on television or something. I don't think, we, I think it'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, I will be putting up the stream for the Xbox and actually I'm taking off Monday. So there's a good chance I might just do all of them because <laughs> like, why not? Right. It's not that hard to well, do. Are, I can are do we gonna, one. I are we still going to do one as the show or no we're not gonna do it once the show no because that's just too big of a pain oh and plus i think it's it not would, really well plus i think it would be good like if then we come back on on one or tuesday yeah. and we actually record our reactions to everything you yeah know? but we are going to be live streaming on our twitch page as these conferences go on at the very least during microsoft's um i will be here sean if you can make it he'll be here i mean he should come it's my birthday and all you know, yeah. it's not like we're friends or anything. Uh, That's what I meant when I said, are we doing the show? Yeah, I meant, yeah, yeah, I meant yeah. me being here live streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the very least, uh, I will be, well, I will be streaming on there. Sean can get over here and everything goes right. Then he should be here yeah, yeah. for let's, Microsoft let's, one for sure. Um, and then after that, uh, but that does later that night on Sunday. And then I believe Ubisoft and Square, uh, are on. Monday and maybe also Nintendo's Direct, which that's a little bit different. I don't know if we would stream that because that's just more of like, hey, we put out a video. <laughs> Go watch the video. I mean, it's going to be a good video. That is true. That is but, true. But uh, it is just a video. Mm-hmm. It's not live. Plus, we won't have John's uh, uh, vinegar stroke space oh, I- whenever they announce Metroid Prime Trilogy. And the fact that Metro Prime 4 is canceled forever. Right. And this is all he's ever going like, to Like his height. He'll have his height <laughs> of Metroid Prime Trilogy followed by just like death. Yeah. <laughs> and they may not even do it live. It'll be that post uh, like uh, press thing that goes out. Oh, by the way, uh, confirming Metroid Prime 4 is done. What? It's done. Uh, we're going to put it out on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's going to be like, remember that, time? remember that time he got a Metroid soccer game? I do. That's the last one he'll ever get. I do. <laughs> that was good stuff. But yeah, remember when yeah, we, man. We got that Triforce Heroes for Zelda. I didn't do that. Uh, Mike did. I remember our old Ryan Leaf. Yeah, no, they were going to uh, see we, Ryan Leaf and I were really we're really good friends. And at one point, we would. Uh, how do we say it, Chris? We say it wrong, by the way. His name is uh, something different now, isn't it? Who's? It's not Ryan Leaf anymore. What is it? It's, uh, Daniel, uh, Daniel Jones. Well, he don't even have a chance to, can he be Daniel? We're, we're, no, we're That's, already calling it, man. Uh, old Daniel Ch- That's so funny. Shout out to the Giant Nation, huh? Um, or we could just go with the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> He's the Raiders. <laughs> He's the Raiders. Uh, we, we used to, we used to get it, oh, butt heads and, and there's like, we make fun of it now where it was like an automatic. We're not talking to each other for six months. 
We haven't done that in a long time. But during the Triforce it's game, tomorrow. I was very excited to get the game. Ryan Leaf, Daniel Jones was going to get it. And also a friend of the show, Mike Slade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you in on it too? I can't remember. No, I thought John had talked about it. Maybe John even got it. I Cause it was remember. the one where it was like the three or four, you were going to yeah, be yeah, the yeah. different color links, like you know, the different outfits. To, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. And you, the, the point of the game was to do the thing and, ugh. Yeah, it just didn't, didn't happen. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Rip. Rest yeah, in peace. What'd you, um, what'd you get into this week, man? Man, I feel like, well, you know, during the week, uh, guy game that we'll probably at some point talk about over the summer here. Cause like I've, I found some stuff for topics, by the way. Yeah. Uh, got me good. a VR tile. I got to play. Yeah. 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 Oh, got to. Cause by the creator of, uh, Rick and Morty. It's that one they showed off at E3 yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was coming out on Oculus. So I was like, well, that just got bought. <laughs> yeah. You need to, oh. um, you, I don't know. I could say this and it, it not make, I mean, it's actually completely opposite, but I don't think like you play your Oculus enough. And I, I've started to where I haven't played my PSVR in a while. Well, see, that's the good thing about VR. Like, that's why I think John doesn't get, like, I don't need VR to be the center right. of the gaming world. Right. Right. Like, like, I mean, I don't say get, but like, he, maybe he doesn't get, like, that's, everyone's fine with it because one, none of the games are really too expensive. You know, it's very few that are like going to be more than $30. Yeah, 39 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, so, but for that moment, you get that experience, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like every now and then you can, uh, you know, especially now when you think about like the new Oculuses that just released, like just having one where either you don't need a PC or else now, like there's the other one they just released where you don't need the motion trackers anymore. It's right. just like, it's able to read. You just like, it's got cameras in the front or something. And basically you can scan what your play area is and it remembers it. And then it just knows it has yeah, tracking. It's and like, it, we're super close to the world of, uh, VR, no wires and you know if you want to be immersed in that you can be exactly almost, but, um, almost ready player oneness yeah but it's, it's just good because you can step away from it for a few months mm-hmm. and then pull it out of the closet um and you know there's probably 20 games for you to pick from that will be great experience yeah that they would come out and you didn't even realize oh i forgot about that yeah. or oh that's already out like you said so um, it's really funny you bring that up because I, I, I've, uh, a couple of friends have wanted to me to, um, wanted me to, uh, <laughs> have wanted me to get on the PSVR with them because there was an update to a previous title. Which one? Uh, Farpoint, I think, had an update to okay. it. Okay. Uh, see, like, even my brother, um, so it was like my sister's birthday this week and my two sisters and I, we all live down here in Georgia. Um, one of them's in Atlanta, the other one's in here in Columbus, right? Wait, you and have a it sister was, in Columbus? Yeah, yeah. Um, things I learned daily. Right? But, um, my, uh, my sister in Atlanta was her birthday, so she came down, but she surprised my mom and did not tell her my brother came down from Virginia too. So we had, like a big family dinner. Oh, my cool. dad, my, my brother is like big gamer too. And he got the Oculus and he was like telling me you have to play Lone Echo, which I was anticipating way back when I got my Oculus and was getting ready to come out. Uh, so now like that's another one. I'm like, I need to go back and just try that out. Uh, but anyways, um, things I did do this week was lots of movies and series and everything. It's just, yeah, you just, I walk in and you're finishing Chernobyl. Yeah. I'm very, very close to the end that if you want a great, if you're like a fan of like the HBO mini series, like band of brothers, like from the earth to the moon, the more historical based ones, um, that that's right up there on quality. 
Oh, like just yeah, really good acting. I, I obviously I didn't know a thing about it. If I had never watched Game of Thrones, I may not have ever known about it. Mm-hmm. But they really started running the ads for it uh, during that that last season of Game of Thrones or whatever. Yeah, and I want to see it. Like I told you, I, I, when I got here, I was like, man, don't spoil this. I really want to see it. So yeah. I'm like, well, there's a reactor. There's a thing that blew up. I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> um, Say it ain't so. So I've been watching that. I watched um, Good Omens, which is yeah. Uh, Neil Gaiman adopted one on Amazon, which is really good. If, if you've ever read the book, it's, it's also written, uh, the show is also written by Neil Gaiman too. So it's pretty much verbatim. And it's got book. a Doctor Who in it. Yeah. And the best part of that, like <laughs> David Tennant's in it. Uh, he's my favorite doctor. Yeah. And I think he's most people's favorite doctor who watch the show. But the best part is like they basically, it's clear they just told him, look, just play the tenth doctor, but play him like he's a demon. That's that's all they And it works. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Like he looks exactly he looks exactly he's got the same hair as the tenth doctor in this. He's got uh the same kind of attitude. He's even he, he's a Scottish actor, but like when he was on Doctor Who, he used a British accent instead, and he's using that same accent here. So it's just like it's awesome. It's got Michael Sheen, John Hamm's in there, uh, which was a nice surprise. I was like, huh, John Hamm. Been a while. <laughs> um so i watched that but then i also uh i've started finally watching the third season of hannibal i'd watched the first two and then i don't know why i didn't get to see the third uh which is the final season and i think it was because i started watching it because i read an ign article of like finale or shows that didn't that did not drop the ball in the final season yeah, I, I saw that, that link yeah i saw yeah. that and that was on there and i was like man i never I never finished that. It's only three seasons. Um, yeah. And like, I forgot. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Then the second season, like you want to talk about like game of Thrones or breaking bad. Like, oh God, that just happened moment. The season two finale is one of the most messed up thing. Like the last 15 minutes of that. Uh, so I started with that and I'm like halfway through this. What is that on Netflix? Uh, oh. It's on prime prime. Yeah. So, it's also okay, on prime. Yeah. Uh, and then I went to the movies and I saw two things when I was very much anticipating the other one. I was just like, hey, I like Godzilla. So I went and saw that too. And I got to say, Godzilla, great monsters, really dumb humans, and a lot of BS science that like they tried to build out. And then like as soon as they build out these scientific principles, they would just go break those principles right away. Like, but was it a fun experience? When the monsters got there, yes. Yeah. Like the humans are, they're just, they just do these big long expositions of science. And like I said, like, like they'll be like, Hey, you can't go out. There's tons of radiation. Right. And these guys walk out there. And then like literally 30 seconds later, Oh, main character can walk out there with our rad suit. I guess, I guess she's fine. (laughs) You're just, if it's that obvious that that would, that's going to suck. Cause I I do want to see Godzilla. I still need to see John wick. I haven't seen the third John wick. Uh, cam Mm -hmm. says I should see Godzilla first. Hmm. Between that and John Wick? Yeah. We, no. I was talking to him today about that. He said, you need to see John Wick Cam, if you're listening. after Godzilla. No, no. Well, I mean, if you want to save the best for last, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. If it's just like, what do you need to spend your money on right now? No, go see John Wick. I did uh, I did end up at the movie theater this past week. What did you see? Well, I finally got a chance to see Aladdin. Oh, wow. Did you like it? I did like it. It's yeah, a, it's, it's an not enjoy- bad film. Not bad. It's very enjoyable. Mm. Will Smith was not as... I don't yeah. want to say as bad as I thought. It's just like his only bad part is to sing. That's that's really because he's just not a singer. Yeah, that's his problem. You could you could tell he was 
you could tell he wasn't a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I did like is that, uh, that's an iconic role to have to feel for sure. Um, he, he didn't try to be Robin Williams. He still was mm-hmm. Will Smith in it and they let him kind of do that. And to be honest, I think that was the better move. It's kind of like they basically asked him to be Hitch again. In a way that uh, yeah. I did it? feel that a yeah. couple of times. Yeah. That's kind of what he's doing in this. Yeah. I, and that's funny you bring that up. There's one line he said, I could not tell you what it is right now, but I went, Oh, that's kind of like what he did in Hitch. Yeah. Um, and then again, the, the, when you talked about it, I think it was last week, you brought up that they tried to get their, uh, let it go moment from Frozen. Yeah. At that's the, the end. worst part. It, it did feel. It just feels shoehorned. It, it, it felt copy and pasted. Let's yeah. put it there no matter what. It, and it's I get really it. weird. It's like, why didn't you, you know, it's not a terrible song. No. It's for sure. Yeah. It's definitely cookie cutter to the design of Let Go. Oh, and that scene in particular. Yes. Yeah. But I was just like, why didn't you put this earlier in the movie? It yeah. would have, it would have worked better, like in the first act. I think at, at some point, um, the song Jasmine in the movie sings it. There's a, there's a point early in the movie. She could at least had started it and maybe it was reprised during this the think, last moment or something I, I i think she sings like a line from it early on in the movie it needed to be more than that because yeah. i didn't remember that she even sang that it, it was like even as an obvious point like where you you just do this thing of like oh you can't be sultan you can't you, you have to marry this is just the way it is yeah and then like all you have to do is have her go to her room and sing this song and it fits perfectly into the movie instead yeah. Uh, when this actually happens is like literally it, it's the end of the movie. It is definitely the last, probably what, 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Uh, I think if you think about how impactful let it go was on frozen. Yes. Uh, it wasn't at the end of the movie. It was no. at a point in time it like where, in the middle. where it, it just worked. It comes mm. out of nowhere and it's emotional. If you're into that stuff, you feel it. And think about any big song that comes out of a movie like that. That's perfectly placed. I mean, I know it's, it's, you can't guarantee that you're always going to place the song at the right point or that the feeling is going to get across to the audience. Yeah, yeah. But this did feel very kind of like, oh, okay. So there's that. Yeah. Not a bad song. She sang it well, but. No. And they're going to keep doing this. Uh, yeah. They've already like, I know, you know, they're, they're starting work on Little Mermaid next yeah. year. Yeah. And from what I've read, they've already hired uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda to come write original songs for that too. They're going to do this with every single one. Like there's, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be one with Lion King and it's because Disney wants to win Oscars and they're going to, to always, yeah, to be back in the mainstream. Yeah. And winning you Oscars from original songs. Yeah. You can't win it for something, of course, from the original adapted movie. So they're always going to include something new. Uh, as far as the movies though, man, the way Disney is doing these live action movies, mm-hmm. they're amazing. They are. I they mean, really are. I kind of wish they weren't all just like, I wish they hadn't rushed so quickly to go from a place of like when they did Jungle Book, it felt like they had an idea mm-hmm. and John Farver obviously had an idea for that to now it's like, oh, that made money. So, so let's, it, let's keep them going. Yeah, yeah. They're doing what they do to Star Wars and, and to, uh, Marvel basically. It's like, look, we, there's going to be two or three of these every year because money and yeah. like it sucks because. I'm all for remakes. I don't have a, like, I don't believe everything is like sacred where it can't be remade. Like even if you'd done Lion King and you know, James Earl Jones couldn't have done the movie or just didn't want to. He's like, Hey, I'm old. You know, I'm sorry guys. I'm like 90 now. I don't really want to come do voice acting work anymore. (laughs) Like you could find an actor to make that. If you have the person like you, like I think, you know, Denzel Washington or whoever, I don't know. 
Um, like if you can find someone and it makes sense, then do it. But yeah. like, I would rather it be someone, you know, that these things were more developed because someone has an idea and yeah. they sell that idea to Disney. Like, what if we did this way? Penny, um, I was going to say that Penny was looking at the door. Normally what happens is, uh, on podcast day, I walk in. So she kind of, she kind of senses what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, normally John walks in behind me and she's just been looking at the door. And if you hear her crying a little bit, she's thinking John's going to walk in. She's like, where's how sweet is that? She knows. She knows. Um, Speaking of old man, whatever you, what did you just say about somebody being old? (laughs) You said Uh, something. James Earl Jones. Um, so I saw today that. Indiana Jones five. Yeah. Yeah. Is a thing for real. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they don't just hand that off to someone else. <laughs> so if you read like IGN comments, uh, they're very creative on Indiana Jones and the blank blank. <laughs> just, just think of the ways that internet people who are really funny can, can basically say names of movies. Have they said Lucas is going to be involved or not? No, I didn't. Because Disney owns all these now. Because I didn't see anything. Yeah. I don't even think Spielberg's directing it. It's kind of like, when I hear that, like, honestly, that's on the same, why are you doing this as, like, when they started making Terminator movies without James Cameron? You're like, there's a guy who had a vision. There's one of those coming out. Yeah, there is. And he is returning for producer on that. Yeah. You know, because I guess he's like, you know, I haven't made a film in forever, so I should probably Probably do some stuff to make money. He's like, but Avatar. Yeah. I'm going to make 50 billion of those. It'll take, it'll take me till I'm 180, but it's good. A fun fact, you brought up James Cameron. That's where Cam, ah, that's where his name, that part of his gamer tag came from. Cause he's a huge James Cameron. Yes. He loves Abyss. I don't know. Aliens. I don't know, but that's what he says. His last name, I always forget where it's from. Okay. But that's where the camera. Fun fact. Fun fact alert on someone most of you may not even know. Well, uh, you know, earlier we said that. Really, Will Smith couldn't sing. Yeah. Uh, Terrigan Egerton, however you say his name, in Rocket Man. Uh huh. That boy can sing. <laughs> I was very surprised. That yeah. dude, that we, dude sings very, very well for a guy, you know, especially trying to do Elton John songs. So he's, all right. So he sang the Elton John songs for real. Everything sung, like there is a song in the creds that they both sing together, but everything else is either him or the other cast members. Did the dude from Queen that played Freddie Mercury really sing? No. No, he did not. And it feels like, I feel like, uh, so the guy who directed this one, Rocket Man, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Dexter Fletcher is his name. Um, he was the guy when Brian Singer, who was the original director for Bohemian Rhapsody, blew up and quit and then like, watched his career just get destroyed in a matter of four months. Uh, Dexter Fletcher was the guy who got brought in to finish out everything like the reshoots and, and work with the editor and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and I feel like this movie is like, because I personally was not a huge fan of Bohemian Rhapsody. It just felt like too cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. And like, you're just like, man, you have Freddie Mercury. You could do so many cool, risky things. And it feels like Dexter Fletcher just came in and said, I will do those things. And I have the second best thing. I have Elton John. So yeah. it's going to be just as good. So, yeah. you know, it feels like even though it still has some of the usual tropes that you expect in a uh, music biopic, right? It's still, it it's very original. Like the everything is kind of like a fantasy musical number in a way a lot of times. Um, all the songs are out of order. They're instead like performed 
kind of like how you would see in a, a real musical like Hamilton or something, right? Yeah. Right. They're performed for the sake of what's going on. They're not performed because it's 1973. 1973, that's when Crocodile Rock was written. You know, so this is when Crocodile Rock gets played. And it doesn't do that thing. Like the biggest thing I hate about Bohemian Rhapsody was like they, they seem to want to show you the genesis of every song, which. It, you're like, this is not the way this happened. It can't be. Yeah, you know, yeah. No one's not, ever really gonna know. You know, like Brian May does not walk in. Man, I had this beat in my head. Doom, doom, and yeah. it's just been pounding my head for days. Like who? Right, right. Yeah, no one writes like that. Like instead, what they do here is they show when he writes your song, which is more so like him and Bernie, right? And that pretty much is meant to show you in that one scene. This is how they wrote ninety percent of their songs, which is basically. Bernie would write some lyrics. He would send them to Elton and Elton would sit down to the piano, figure out everything. And, you know, then they go into the studio and record. And it's more of like the power of that. And, and like they've said, like, this is actually accurate. Like, you know, they were living with Elton's mom at the time. And he's like, here's the next set of lyrics. He just goes to the piano and like everyone quickly realizes, Oh, he's freaking composing maybe, you know, one of his three best songs he'll ever do. Uh, has Elton seen this movie or commented on it? He has. He waited actually till it premiered at Kane's to, to see it. And they said like afterwards, he basically, yeah, he broke down crying like him and Bernie Toplin both did so as they're watching. That's good. Yeah. But, uh, it's, it's really cool. It does not hold back. There's like, uh, that dude, it, him and Keith Richards, I don't know how they're alive. I just like look at them like how, how, like he is doing so much drugs. So like much cocaine drug. and stuff. Oh yeah. There's like a, and this is a true thing I found out after the fact. Like he, all right, you know the Dodger Stadium performance, right? Mm-hmm. Like two days before that, he OD'd. So like there's a whole entire music, when Rocket Man is playing in this film, there's a whole transition of him being picked up from a party <laughs> and being treated by doctors and having his stomach pump in this very musically fancy way to like looking just like crap. And getting this gear put onto him and being handed the bat as he just walks out on stage and all of a sudden, I'm Elton John! You know, he's, he's yeah. there and he delivers a great performance. And he's, and that's pretty factual. Yeah. Ellen has said like, look, I could be completely, you know, just, you know, on a kite, you know, as high as a kite, right? Yeah. For days on end. But the moment I get on stage, I did the work I had to do. And, you know, that's, it's really interesting. So it's, it's cool. I, I think it's one of the better music or I should say biopics about a musical person I've seen. Uh, I'm excited. I, I gotta be honest about watching a movie that is, it's in the vein of, of mm. iconic movie or bands or whatever. The one where the guy, it's about the Beatles and he, he, kinda, oh, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. That's the dude, uh, it's directed by Dane Boyle, the dude who did like 28 days later. Yeah. So it's a weird, that. if you haven't seen the preview, basically the guy is, he, he, he's, he plays, I mean, he's like a singer songwriter guy and he's at this, just struggling, just struggling. He's actually at his last event. Cause he's like, what am I doing this for? There's like two kids yeah. in the audience. If it was going to happen. It was going to happen. Um, something happens and he wakes up the next day and he, he's talking about Beatles songs and everybody's like, who's the Beatles? Yeah. I think he like, well, he plays yesterday and everyone's yeah. like, you just write that. And he's like, like, no, it's the Beatles. Yeah. Like, who's the Beatles? What the F's the Beatles? So he like Googles the Beatles and like yeah. Beatles show up like, and, and that is like, <laughs> it's such a cool concept. Yeah. Because, it's different. I mean, I think every kid, like when they're growing up, when they're playing, they're like, man, what if I had been the person to write that? Right. You like, imagined. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, um, John Lennon imagined. He did. He did. He did. 
that or that Christian rock band imagine because they can only imagine in a movie about it. Um, is that what it was from? Uh, I can only imagine the movie. the movie was from. Yeah, the it's song? about it's about the guy writing that song. I did not know that. A uh, coworker uh, who is very much a Christian now told me that. You know who it is. Um, I do. <laughs> yep. See, I do. Code. Code. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. Um, it looks cool because you know, yeah, that idea of like, what would you do if like all of a sudden, like you, you know, like for someone like me, like I woke up and it's like, man, Radiohead never existed, and I know how to play all Radiohead songs. You know. I'd probably go make Radiohead records, right? <laughs> You'd make them exactly like they were. Yeah. There's, and it looks like it could be a little, I mean, a little funny because Ed Sheeran has a cameo in it. And the old, uh, hey dude. <laughs> he's like, it's hey dude. What is Jude anyway? And yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. So we'll see. I mean, that might be one, um, I watched before you out it because I haven't heard you really talk about it. Oh no, I'm, I'm seeing you go check that out too. Oh yeah. As soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, that's for me. I, uh, I, I'm still on lost in space a little bit on the Netflix for that you people who are, Wondering about my Netflixing. Uh, still liking it? Yeah, I still like it. It's, uh, my mom tried to watch it with me because, you know, she's old school and she goes, well, that's a different looking, uh, alien. Ah. Yeah. So what was, what was wrong with it? Or it's just very row, uh, it's very new agey alien. Okay. But yeah, the show, I, I enjoy it. Does it have like three nipples or something? No. Okay. No. That'd been very new age. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that is. Three right. nipples, huh? That's where we went. Well, remember, remember, uh, Total Recall? I do. <laughs> I do remember Total Recall. That's funny. Uh, other than that, man, uh, we got our NBA finals going on. Yeah. Um, what you, what you got on that, man? What are you thinking? I'm still going, I'm still going Golden State's not going to lose. Yeah. I mean, I think that was clear when they won 18 0 run and then lost like Clay and Looney. And still won that game with just Steph. They didn't score the last five and like half minutes of yeah, the game. Yeah. And and they won. I think if now I will say this. If Clay is out mm-hmm. and uh but they're getting KD back. If KD doesn't come back, KD's probably not coming back till game five. I think you really think that? I think that most people are saying that's the earliest he can make it back. Um but go back. If if that's the earliest that that can happen, um, I mean, if, if KD doesn't come back and Clay is hurt and he's out, Raptors probably should win it at that point. But regardless, the winner of this finals is Drake. The dude showed up. Dude, that's all everybody's talking about. Yeah. The dude showed up for game two in a, in a sweatshirt that had Kevin from Home Alone, uh, on the back <laughs> and below it just says, Kevin. <laughs> and you're just like, oh god, this is so good. It, the first game he wore a Dale Curry jersey, yes, <laughs> which is Steph Curry's dad who played for the Raptors, yes. Uh, and then the second game he wears that shirt. Uh, is is my favorite thing. There's no way he goes to Oracle, right? No, no, no. I mean, if he is, he's not going to be courtside. That's true. Yeah, they wouldn't allow that, but no, they would not. We'll see. Oh, um, we I did get mentioned in our Discord because did in you? the soccer world. Ooh. Um, the Champions League was going on. That's a, that's a big deal in Liverpool, soccer. Liverpool, right? Liverpool beat Tottenham. Uh, so congrats to the Liverpool. Now you're a, Li- you're a Tottenham guy, I right? Am. Yeah. We lost, uh, the game. How'd it feel to be the Raptors? Uh, we may be losing our coach. Oh. Uh, our star players being told that if he wants to win, he should leave. Aren't you just going to go like steal all the dudes from, uh, MLS? <clears throat> 
That wouldn't help us over in the Premier League. Well, I thought that's what they did. Like, they took all the kids from uh, the Atlanta United team. Like, someone Well, did that, that team was loaded. Yeah. Atlanta United was amazing. <laughs> uh, part of that, too, was they had the uh, – the Atlanta United, when they started, had the head coach, I believe, from Argentina, uh, who was a great coach. It was whoever Messi. Yeah, it was Argentina because that's who – yeah, I'm getting that right. But, yeah. Old so, Bob congrats. Yeah, yeah, that guy, Chris, for sure. But, yeah, sports happen. Movies yeah. happen. Hey, speaking, happen. speaking of sports, my Orioles, they, they supposedly started their road to recovery last night. They drafted the number one overall pick. And it's supposed to be, from what I was reading today, it's supposed to be like the best. From UCLA? Um, no, that's no, not Oregon. That guy. He's from Oregon. Yeah. He's a catcher. And they're saying he's supposed to be the most surefire big name prospect to come out since Bryce. Surefire. Yes. Big name. Yes. Prospect. Yep. Apparently he's got like Joe Maurer and Buster Posey power. Where and is Buster Posey now, Chris? Still with the Giants, I believe. Is he still rocking? Yeah. Does anybody watch baseball? Apparently our friend Josh O does. Orlich. Yeah, but does anybody watch? I'm just kidding. Uh, think about this. Do you really watch baseball until it becomes like the playoffs? Playoffs. I yeah. think if you are a true, true fan and you, you have the access to see your home team every night, because I do have friends who like, I see them pretty much every other day. They're commenting about the Braves game as it's going on. Dude, the games are just so long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say this, but baseball to me is, I mean, I love to watch it live. I, I love going yeah, in a ballpark game. with every, the thing that's going on. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, it's just not the same. I don't know why. They can't get it right. I don't yeah. know why either. I grew up playing baseball, loved it. Um, at one point, if you would have told me that I'd be on a podcast Saying that I can't watch baseball. Yeah. That version of me would have tried to hit you in the face. Agreed. But, uh, Tommy. I mean, I didn't watch college football growing up, uh, as a kid. I watched college basketball. I watched NBA basketball, but even then, like NBA in college, like NBA, I would pretty much once baseball season started, uh, I would put down, you know, until we got to like the semifinals or something like that. That's the only time I would start watching. And if the Orioles were on, I ain't really. I probably wasn't going to watch the, any of the NBA game until it was over. That was yeah, over. Yeah. For sure. Well, plus you had Camden Yards, man. Yeah, I know. And Baltimore. Right? Yeah, beautiful you, ballpark. You, you just can't go wrong with that. Um, I do have to say F-bomb word. Oh. Allergies. Oh, yeah. And pollen. We gave a 30-minute intro. Dear Lord. How did that? I just looked and it was eight. How did that happen? We just talked a lot. This, it's just so organic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I really, dude, I swear to you, I just looked and I was like, oh, we're at eight. We're doing good. And now we're at 30. We gotta move this thing on. You wanna, you wanna pivot? Yeah, man. All right, let's, uh, pivot to the topic. Topic. Time, 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 time. The topic is, it's a tradition at this point. Yeah. Really. Yeah. E3 predictions. It's always fun. Yeah. We get our minds going of things we want to see that, uh, I don't know about you, but I loosely base mine on some factual information. Yeah. With just, with, with just a twist that only my mind can make on what I think I want mm-hmm. or what have you. I don't know. Okay. Maybe you didn't do that because you're giving me a look. I don't know. I just, I mean, yeah, I try to logically think, what do I think, what could happen versus what do I want to happen? Yeah, I don't right? go logically at all. Yeah. Like, in my mind, like, you know, I would probably, 
like somewhere would be like, there will be a new Knights of the Republic game made by Bioware. That's not happening. I, uh, I just learned how to get the sum of like a, a sale in Microsoft Excel, like with the parenthesis thing and the drag down. Huh? I'm not good at analysis right now, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm working on it. Yeah. Okay. Pivot tables. Uh, I wonder, I wonder if your wife remembers how to do pivot tables anymore. She says she does. I brought it up one time. Oh, okay. She's like, ah, yes. I mean, yeah, like, I think she still has to do a lot of that kind of stuff for her job. I guess so. Yeah. For, for costs and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. That makes sense. Um, so we thought about, we started with three and then someone also might have said, we'll just call him Shishman. No, uh, I might could- have said, well, let's do five though. I've got John, three. John and I, John gave me his, uh, his five mm-hmm. and I did five. Yeah. I did, I did three. You? I did, you did three. You did three. Yeah. So should I just like read my five and four and John's five and four real quick? Are we going in order? I get, I did don't you know. put yours in order? I didn't really do that. No, but I mean, I have a number. I just, I just wrote them down as they came, man. Well, you want me to just read like, yeah, just, just the bottom two off for each of ours? Yeah. 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 Okay. So if the content's there, hey, is it on paper though? Huh? Is it on paper? Are you reading from? Thank you. I got two pieces of paper. <laughs> so I got John's paper too. John, all the way from California, sent these to me a couple hours ago, so they are fresh. But I'll start with mine first. Uh, my my weakest one, I thought, was Rocksteady will finally reveal its new game. It will be a DC title, and it will be a Suicide Squad title, and then they will do so at the Xbox press conference. Oh, yeah. How nice that would be. Because I don't know where else they would do it. <laughs> because Rocksteady doesn't have their own presser. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 part of WB games. So yeah, WB. And usually usually they're on PlayStation's thing. So unless PlayStation's just so you're saying like, the big twist is that it's not Xbox. Yeah. I think like you're gonna see a lot like I would be willing to bet you'll probably see Call of Duty gameplay for the first time on an Xbox stage in years, ever since the exclusivity deal began. Exclusivity. It's just because they don't have any other place, right? Yeah. Activision doesn't do a press conference, so I mean, screw you, Sonny. They're going to do what they need to, right? That's a great point. All right. John's first one, he yeah, at the very bottom here. He says, Nintendo will announce a Mario Sunshine remaster. How do you feel about that? I. What's funny is is I may or may not have something <laughs> Nintendo related on mine and didn't, oh, okay. even, didn't even think. Let me look at, let me look at my paper. I would, I would ask this, you know, as much as I, I, I would have no problem with that. I think that would be awesome. My only question would be in, uh, this sucks that John's not here. Why, why that? Why now? Why not just announce like a new Mario 3D game? Like, I don't know. Or, or like, you know, say we're, you know, if you're going to bring back an old one, right? Why not do a remaster of Galaxy, which is the far bigger one? Possibly, two, right? I will look. We'll come back, obviously, because you have yeah, two yeah. more to read. But my first one I'll read is on the same vein of mm. John's thought. Oh, and well, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. You, you, you don't go yet. Yeah, <laughs> you lost your rights. I know. I um, my second one. This is kind of been rumored, so I think it's finally going to happen. Okay, George R. R. Martin will appear at Microsoft's E3 conference to announce the official collaboration of a new game with From Software. The game will just be teased, and it will be on the next gen. So, Project Scarlet. But what will the game be? There will like, probably will it be like. A- I'm sure it will be fancy based, and it'll be hard as hell. So you'll hate it. 
That's true. <laughs> that's a, that's a good point. I love the idea of the game. Okay. Uh, and I'll go, I hate this game. There'll probably be some sort of troll or, or mountain giant I can't beat. It's like, in a perfect world, I guess it would be Game of Thrones space, but the thing is, is like... Those are always so hard to pull off. The only way you could make something would be like if you're doing real early, early history Game of Thrones. Yeah. That would be cool. Like the, the idea of, the idea of maybe like taking, like you play as a Valerian knight or something from back when they actually lived in Valeria and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and like to say, okay, you're coming to the new world and you're facing all these intricate intricate monsters and all that and maybe like the accumulation is like you have to actually fight one of the dragons from from the world of game of thrones which anyone uh not named euron Greyjoy, that's apparently one of the hardest things to ever do except for him he's he's apparently yeah. he's apparently i was gonna say it'd be cool to, to be the guy who's turned into the night king and the game that would be cool the end the end of the game is you are turned into the night king that would be tight so it'd be like a weird ending to a game for people who didn't know that like you think you beat it and all like all of a sudden this little children of the forest kid just clubs you over the head and you wake up tied to a tree with a yeah I'm, but he's technically not a real guy yeah he's not a real guy in his series yeah but money <laughs> right but you know either way i think you could come up with a really you know unique story like give them the outline say because like they don't really ever make games that are so plot driven like like where it's just we are laying out everything and every detail where he would have to spend a year or two writing a script right like i think he could just work and say like this is my idea of like what these characters would go through and then be like here you go from software put my name on it and and we're cool you know and then they'll come back and be like does this work for you and he'll probably be like yeah that, that definitely works. I like money. <laughs> so I think, I think that's likely because they're supposed to be, he needs to finish books. Yeah. <laughs> from, needs- they're supposed to be working on their, uh, some unannounced title. Like, you know, I think we know that we're getting bloodborne too, but we're obviously not going to see that, uh, this year. And, um, I'm not going to play it. Yeah. You might actually like bloodborne more than the other ones. I'm just not good at video games anymore. You Chris, suck. You I suck. gotta get good. <laughs> You even like your healing is not good in wild shot. I've never healed. Exactly. I, See, I'm I healed angry. once and, uh, you know, all right. So if you play wow, mm-hmm. um, and you're, you finally get to the level of, I can go to my first dungeon. It's, uh, it's the cata, not the cataclysm. What's it called? The, uh, you know, it's never mind, but it's, it's the first dungeon. Okay. I let the tank die in the first dungeon. <laughs> That's terrible. That's the the one job you have, Chris. You had one job. Keep the tank alive at all costs. Was it a five man one? Yeah, a little five man, little the first dungeon you. Hey, did. those are harder. Not the dead mines. The other one. It's well, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, and everybody's going to say I can't remember. Right you now. don't really know well. Uh, raging uh, chasm. What's it called? The one that's in. Um, it's got the dragony thing that pops out the lava. Yeah. It's in lava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking. Rage about. fire chasm. Yes, that one's Chasm. so large. That's yeah. what she said. Um, yeah. John's next one. Okay. So we're on number three. No, no this is number, number four. four. Okay, okay. He says Nintendo will unleash its Wii U library starting with the Wind Waker in Mario 3D World. But what does see, he mean by that? I guess he means that both Wind Waker and Mario 3D World. <laughs> so what they remastered Wind Waker for Wii U, wasn't that what they did? Yeah, so I could I could see that. That makes sense. Um 
Mario 3D World. If you're, well, if he's, if you're getting Mario Sunshine, I don't think you're going to get Mario 3D World. You might. You might eventually, but I don't think you're going to get him in the same. John and I are kind of in the same vein of Uh, things. True. Okay. So with that train of thought, so I'll just, I'll bring out all the Microsoft predictions and you can do. Well, I've got, it's funny. I've got, uh, I've got some stuff that's going to surprise you. Okay. Yeah. But I want to. Why don't you do your number three? My number. Since all right, so, the, you, uh, since you have not gone yet. I don't want to put them in order, but I, I'm going to tie it in. Just pick so one. So John and I are in the same mindset. I wrote that Nintendo will. It's known that Nintendo will have uh, a direct that's basically going to be all of their software. They've, they've come out and said that it's going to be software. It's not going to be sense. really pushing any new hardware. We're not getting a new switch or anything. Do you think they're lying about that though? Part of me does. Because there's been so many, like, even if they don't announce it in that. It's got to be. Within the week, they'll drop it, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I really do. So I'll say Nintendo will have one of the best Nintendo Directs Ooh. in recent memory and possibly steal the show. Okay. Uh, Nintendo is stating they, the Direct will focus, quote, entirely on new software, end quote. Uh, we know of Super Mario Maker 2. We know of a Pokemon Sword and Shield game. Link's New Adventure, Luigi's Mansion 3, Animal Crossing, etc. But there will be an unannounced title that no one knows about. What do you think it will be? And it could be, I didn't just, know. So you just think it will be a title that has not been announced? That will blow our minds, yeah. Deep. Um, <laughs> I was going more of, of not like a like a remake, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going more of. Like it's an original. like like Or a either, sequel or yeah, something. It's either it's like either an established franchise and it's a new entry being yeah. teased out. Or it's like. No, we got something actually new for you. Yeah. Okay. But no, John, you. John's, John's train of thought is probably more accurate based on the history of Nintendo and what they like to do. Yeah. Um, but again, my, my, my train of thought with coming up with this list is probably more of things that I, uh, I, I just want to happen versus what's going to happen. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Uh, my next one is actually a Nintendo one. Ooh. But probably not in the way you thought. Okay. Witcher 3 Complete Edition will finally come to the Nintendo Switch and Geralt will be announced as the next playable character to come to Super Smash Bros. How dope would that be? (laughs) First, do you think it, I mean, I I don't say this to bash it, but could it run it? Well, see, that's why I think they're going to announce it. And maybe, and maybe that's one of the stipulations is like, we've got, the new powerful switch that can play certain games that we haven't been able to put out before. And the first one that's exclusive to this new switch is one that's been asked for for a long time. Because if you tell me, I mean, I love that game. Yeah. It would be hard not to say Poop game switch. Yeah. Just, just casually pick that up and play it, you know, cause it's not like I need to rush through it and just play it whenever I'm bored. One of the games that, uh, that, uh, Jeff's brother, Mm-hmm. Has been wanting to play his Witcher three. He kind of, he doesn't worry. He doesn't worry about current titles. Mm-hmm. He he has kind of like a a list of games that he's got kind of stacked up to play. Um, one of them was Witcher three. He recently tried tried to play it. Still the best modern age uh, fantasy game I've played. He didn't like it. Fun fact. Yeah. yeah. Guess what game he is playing and loves what? Rage two. <laughs> Rage two is all right, but he loves it. Yeah. I mean, he was glowing like a little schoolboy today. Well, yeah, he runs around and he shoots things. Yeah, he, he, maybe it, he loves Doom. 
Maybe he just loves. Uh, I wonder if he's played shooters. Doom. If he likes that, you should definitely play Doom. I'm gonna I'm gonna relay that information for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here Johnny boy, what you got? John says apparently he's just going with the Nintendo. There's no stuff. way there's another Nintendo. Octopath Traveler Two will be announced and shown at the Square Enix E3 presentation. That's that's not bad. I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually at both. And Nintendo like they and, just yeah. what they just released it to uh, PC. Though maybe this next one won't be exclusive to Switch. That's possible, right? I, I, it's very possible because of the, of the success and, yeah. and the claim that Octopath Traveler got. But I think Nintendo would really want to hold on to that exclusivity. For sure. But if they're smart, they would. Yeah, you never know. That was definitely a BA title when it came out. It was a good little game, man. I like that game. That game is awesome, yeah. It was like, hey, childhood, there you are. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's your next one, John? Let's see if I can read my chicken scratch, huh? Uh, well, that one ties into that one. So again, these aren't in order. So I'll just, because the way I wrote them, I thought I would read that one first, but then you brought out the John thing. Okay. So I'll do this. We will know about Google Stadia at a thing, Stadia, Stadia at, at, on six, six at 9 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Now, if you, you know, they don't, they don't know that because we haven't done the news yet. I, well, I'm just, that's on the internet. They're going to do a thing called Stadia Connect, Stadia Connect. So, but they that, don't read the internet. That's they, fact. They that, just listen to us for news. That's, that's not the prediction. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm, it will be on YouTube too, but I predict the price announcement. Okay. Will be amazing in the sense that it will create a buzz that will only be topped by a title announcement that is triple A at someone's press conference. At someone's press so, at E3. So wait, wait, hold on here. And it will make waves in gaming history. Okay, so Stadia is gonna come out, it's gonna have an amazing price, and they're gonna have are you saying they're gonna have a third party exclusive? I I don't know how to quite word it. I just feel yeah. like we're they're gonna give us the YouTube thing that we're gonna talk about in the news. We're gonna know things about it. One of the things that we're gonna pull from that is oh my god, it only costs that much money. Sure to do that and then as it's the news is buzzing and it carries over to the weekend mm-hmm. a surprise announcement is going to be made by something that will like basically make you want to have a stadia okay from hmm. from somebody's press conference that we don't see coming yet now i'm wondering how it's going to work at launch because from what i gathered they seem to be saying like this thing could eventually just be in smart tvs right so like how soon is that coming but anyways yeah that's news right so we'll, we'll yeah. get to that yeah um, my next one, finally getting to the ones that matter. Halo Infinite will be announced to be a launch title for the next Xbox, but there's a, there it is. There's a but, but they will also announce that it will be playable on both Project Scarlet and current Xbox One systems, thus continuing their promise of future backwards compatibility. Makes sense. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that will last forever. With their new stuff, but I think one of, I would almost be willing to bet everything that is a Microsoft first party game. They're going to do their best to do that. that. Yes. At least for the first couple of years yeah. that they announce, it'll be like, you could play this on state or state on Project Scarlet <laughs> and you'll have all these cool features that, you know, is the top of the line, but we are still going to hold promise to those who have bought an Xbox One S or an Xbox One X and if they want, 
they don't have the money to go out there right away and buy this. This does not mean that the games will stop on our consoles. As we said, this is a library for everyone. Um, and they will just run at the best optimum, optimal, uh, efficiency that they can. Well, as you're, as you're talking, I'm thinking of in, in, in recent memory, at least the jump from system A to next gen system B has been close enough where a lot of, you know, like Sony, the Sony's and Microsoft's of the world mm-hmm. were able to have the game on A and then, but you can also play it on the new upgraded B, if yes. you will. I wonder if there's ever going to be a time and Scarlet may be the thing where the technology just goes too far. Uh huh. Or, or what will, will that ever happen where you just simply can't have the game on both systems? Well, I mean, in theory, eventually, if Microsoft has its way, right, what they're trying to do, it'll just be that it'll be the additional power needed will be supplanted by the, the cloud, right? The That's, clout? Yes, the cloud, all the cloud servers they have. So it'll be like, Oh, it's cool that you don't have this because we have 19 our Xboxes that are going to get you to the power that's actually required. So that could very well be a real thing. Who knows? Um, John's next one. I'm not shocked by this. Nintendo? <laughs> Arcane Studios will announce a new game. I'm guessing he's either at Xbox or Bethesda's press conference. So he thinks it'll either be Dishonored, Prey, or an unnamed title. Now, I think they've... Arcane has said, I believe, that they are taking a break from Dishonored. So it would be very shocking um, for that. Prey, I guess, is a possibility, though. There are hints that, you know, it didn't maybe do as great as they were hoping. So maybe maybe, maybe they are going to just go ahead and, and release a new thing. Or well, I mean, I was surprised last year when they showed off the Prey DLC. Remember, on in, uh, was it on Bethesda's press conference? She came out and did that? Yes. I think so. And they, I say she, she, it was, there was a lady and I think a dude. Um, because I, I didn't think Prey did as well as they hoped. So I was surprised to see that at that point new stuff was coming out. Um, uh, I don't know. It, to me, it would make sense that you'd get a Prey 2 versus anything new Dishonored because of what you said that they don't want to do Dishonored anymore. Yeah. Oh, does it make sense? I to think that? they, now, don't get me wrong. I think Arcane wants, wants to, to. Yeah, but that was because Dishonored too, because they, again, that's like just another one of those games. When sometimes I look at Bethesda, I'm like, why are you releasing your games when you do? Yeah, like all you gotta do is just say May is our month, unless it's a unless it's a Todd Howard game. That's probably about the only thing they can get away with it, right? Though who knows? If that's still true after last fall. Um, <laughs> games getting better, man. But uh, yeah, that's what they say. Um, <laughs> but like you know. Dishonored, Prey, um, Wolfenstein, Doom, even Rage. I mean, I think Rage probably is going to be fine as far as its initial sale. And it's because you go like, you didn't put it in the fall. You, you put it in a place where it really didn't have to compete with anything. Yeah. Um, and you know, what if all they do is announce Rage 2 like DLC or something? <laughs> no, they just turn around and Arcane will be making Rage 3. Oh my God. <laughs> What? Hilarious. Like, oh my god! Stealth will be the focus. There will be no guns. What? Like, wait, what? <laughs> this makes zero sense. <laughs> Why did you do it this way? Oh uh, Sean, what's your final prediction here? Main prediction. So it ties back. Well, it, no, mine's not like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but because I said that Google Stadia stuff was going to happen, Stadia. Mm. Um, so I also think Microsoft will have a massive press conference. Like they're going to own the show. Yeah, I think it's it's like rumored right now, and I put this in the, like it's rumored to be two plus hours. Um, they will announce, of course, 
the new Xbox things okay. to go along with it. Mm-hmm. But I think they will go toe to toe and announce something major to compete with Google Stadia. Oh, that is hinted. And I think it's going to be during like Phil was all like when he made his mm-hmm. announcement, he was all like, trust me. My, my, my Xbox Richard is still strong. Right. And, and I, it's coming. Part of me thinks, <laughs> like, think about that. Google versus Microsoft. Who wins? Right. If they really go all in on. Yeah. That. I love Sony and Sony does a lot of That's, great things. Yeah, I'm not even bringing them into the fight. But fold. like, yeah, there's a very real possibility that this battle that's about to play out mm-hmm. is potentially, I mean, with the way things are moving and, and we've already seen like Sony is kind of even admitting we've got a partner with Microsoft on this cloud stuff too, because they just, they just, they're, they're just not the company that's big enough or has the kind of resources or focuses to do this. Like it's mainly Amazon, Google and uh, Microsoft and Microsoft and, and maybe Apple, if they want to get into this could do it too. Yeah. So um, uh, Microsoft, what they, we reported what that they needed something from Sony and Sony was like, yeah, you, but you guys do this great. So let's work together. Exactly. And it's like, I could definitely see that. Yes. And, and true, maybe not right away when the generation starts, but towards the end of it, it very well might be that the, the true battle is this idea of who has the best streaming platform. And it very well could be a battle between Xbox and, and Google and it, it, who knows, maybe, you know, Microsoft does just have their couple of game studios and that's it. And they stop making consoles and they, they partner up with Nintendo and Sony and say like, look, we'll put you here and we'll give you whatever you want and we'll give you the best technology. What if that's the thing? Yeah. I mean that, that could eventually happen. I don't think it will at the start just because Sony's obviously building a box right now and everything, but you know, Sony, Sony is in a good position for themselves because if they eventually get to a point where they don't have to worry about the technology and they have great deals with Microsoft and Stadia potentially, uh, down the line, like they have just like Nintendo, so many first party titles and studios now that they can, and you know, they can keep up their, uh, second party relationships too, like Naughty Dog. Um, they could easily make a killing off of this and say like, we ain't got to worry about the tech. We just got to worry about making great games and we're going to be better than EA right off the bat. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, That'd that's a crazy big thing right? for them. You know, so I could definitely see that being a transition. I'm excited about the C3, man. Yes. Of it, things that, it feels very vital. Just even be, though Sony's right. not there. But I think that vital. is the, that is the actual, um, that's the reason I'm so excited. I, I don't think Sony's going to be quiet. I think they they are all in on the way they want to present their information. Yeah, 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 Nintendo's got this direct that everybody thinks is going to be one thing. Mm. I think they're going to throw uh, an amazing like curveball in it, and then Microsoft is like, "I'm it is our day. Sure, we're going to bring it." You yeah, know? yeah. We're I can't just, wait. I, don't, I don't bet that's going to be like how we follow that. We all we got is Rage Three by. Arkham, and it's just a stealth game with no shooting. <laughs> oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> we got Fallout 77, oh, oh too, guys. God. That'd be it's fantastic. Fallout 76. It's Fallout 77. You this see what time did there? we're going to, this time we're going to Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky. I don't know. Uh, my, my final one that I have on here, I made it last year, so I'm bringing it back until it comes true. Splinter Cell will be teased, but will not come out till next gen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. However, it will also be revealed that Sam Fisher will make an appearance 
in Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which is big because yeah. Sam Fisher actually started out in Ghost Recon and all that kind of stuff. Didn't know that. I heard that Rainbow Six, one of them too. Fun fact. Pretty sure it's weird. Um, I want that for you because I know you want that. I just want it. I, I mean, I know it's not, especially with the news of Watch Dogs, I have to figure, like, as soon as I read that yeah. today, I was like, well, obviously that's their fall game for this year. So, um, yeah. You know, I'm not predicting it's coming this fall. Well, what if it is? You never know. But never I could know. easily see, like, if you're, if you're Sony and maybe like you're going like, or I'm sorry, Sony, you're Ubisoft and you're thinking, would it be a good idea? Like, because obviously I think making a Splinter Cell game will never cost as much for them as it will be making a Far Cry, making Assassin's Creed. And you go like, okay, we're about to do this launch of these new consoles. Maybe, you know, yes, Assassin's Creed will probably be coming next fall. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But maybe we hold off on Far Cry 5 may or 6. You know, maybe we do decide to I do can't that. I believe they're already up to 6. Um, <laughs> Maybe we decide to hold off on um, on our next Rainbow Six uh, game or whatever. Instead, we just put out a Siege game and gives people something they haven't had in a while. It, it's not a bad time to put a new Splinter Cell game out. Because Splinter Cell will never be a main seller like those games are. But dude, if I think back in the day when people uh, were on like the OG Xboxes, mm. they were playing Splinter Cell. Like That was a game you associated with. That console to me. True. I don't know why. Maybe it's just me. Yeah. Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe. Did we say John's number one for last, or is that all of yeah, them? His is, this is the last one here. Did we do that? Yeah. I just did it because it was behind. It just made sense. Yeah. Yeah. He, he predicts WB Montreal will announce a new Batman Arkham game to be released this fall. That's possible. That's that's a safe one. It's I, I possible. Say, I mean, but I don't know if they want to do it just because. I mean, dude, I think Spider Man changed the game. Yeah, if I'm if I'm them, I'm th- rethinking how we do this. And really, if I'm going to make if I'm DC, the next one I want coming out, I don't want a Batman game out by the B studio, you know, no offense to those guys, but that's what they are when you compare them to rock steady, um, to be my next game. I want to come back with a vengeance and I want it to be whatever they're working on. Like yeah. that needs to be the DC game. If that's what they're working. I mean, Correct. and all, all signs point to that. They are working on something with DC. We just don't know what. And apparently from what is going on, it's not a Superman game. I think it's going to be wonder woman. Yeah. And I could see that. I yeah, could see I Wonder really, Woman. I, I honestly think that. I could definitely, I mean, like, other things, like, I said Suicide Squad, but, like, even, like, doing Green Lantern Corpse, like, imagine that. Yeah. That would be crazy. Or doing The Flash. Um, doing The Flash. The Flash. <laughs> doing Aquaman. Yeah. I think it'd be Aquaman or Wonder Woman before anything. But Suicide Squad right makes now. sense. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, that Joker movie's coming out. The origin Joker movie for DC. I don't know if they do a Joker movie. I mean, a Joker game. That would be weird. That would be weird. Because, like, you'd have to encourage the player to basically be a psychopath that just murders everyone. But. Yeah. I mean. Maybe Suicide Squad. Dude, Grand Theft Auto was like, hey, let's see how many cops you can get on you. But that, but they never, like, that's like a mission or two in the game. No, 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 no. And and also, (laughs) you're getting, for your actions, you're, you're actually getting punished. 
Exactly. I, I see what you mean. I'm feeling Yeah. That. Like, you know, it's kind of like Call of Duty when they did the airport scene, right? Yeah. Like, that's a one scene thing, and it made sense in its moment, to yeah. be fair to them. Uh, but then it's like you quickly have the juxtaposition where you actually show, okay, like, well, that's why this happened, that this is what happened at the end of it, and it sets up the further yeah, it made sense. It made yeah, sense. Yeah. And it gave you a choice to actually not shoot anyone, which was nice, too. Um, other things, though, uh, you know, I didn't really do, only did one Microsoft one, but I definitely, you know, expect them to come out big. I, I won't be surprised if we see a Fable tease because that's been rumored. Uh, I would expect we're going to see some Battletoad gameplay. I think obviously we'll see the next Forza there. Um, Just Cause 5 or 6? That would be quick. <laughs> That'd be quick for Square I to know. come around with that, especially because Avalanche was working on uh, Rage 2. So I would be, I mean, I guess it's possible, very possible, but I would be very, very surprised that they're announcing that at this point. Um, Any new versions of current consoles? Other, no. than, other than Nintendo, you remember how like, they used to be like in the slim console? Well, I mean, we've already had the digital. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's possible we might eventually get a digital only Xbox One X. I don't see why they couldn't do it, but drop the price of that bad boy. Drop. I, I guess that is possible too. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, even like the interesting thing with Microsoft's press conference this year, I mean, the game's definitely sure there's going to be things and I'll, I'll be excited for that, but it's, it's basically how much are they going to talk about the two big things coming? Like Project Scarlet, are we just going to talk about what's behind the hood and maybe show? what Halo Infinite looks like on there or what Gears 5 looks like on there, whatever, you know, right? Yeah. Or are we going to actually get, like, here's what the box looks like. Here's the period we're aiming for it to release. You know, like, we're going to shock the world, as some people have predicted, and, like, it's coming in the first quarter of next year or something like that. Are we, you know, how much are we actually talking about, you know, the streaming game stuff? Is that going to be a big focus? And how much is that going on? There's the... The Game Pass for PC, which we'll talk about here in a minute, like how how much is coming to that? How much are they revealing? Because they've said they're going to talk about that. Um, all that's really interesting. So you know, I guess we'll just see, right? We will. Yeah. And do we have we heard anything about state of play from Sony? Are they doing anything around the E3 timeline that you know of? Well, they have an announcement in the news that we're about to read. Other than that, <laughs> I haven't heard anything. I mean, well, so I mean, weird. well, the only other thing was that, like, what it was, it was kind of after the heels of what we'll read in the news, it was basically kind of said that now it sounds like Last of Us Two is February of next year. Do you think that's a way to steal some of the spotlight? I think it's like, I think it's just something that's coming out because a lot of people are like, wait, how's that coming out after this? Uh, it makes sense, yeah, yeah, you know, because that's been announced much longer. Uh, and expected for a lot, a lot sooner. Well, I mean, a year ago they showed they showed us, you know, L like making out with another chick, and like having to save people and violent like fights. Yeah. And then a year later, we still know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> I I am still like with the news that they had right. uh, that we're about to talk. I'm kind of like, why couldn't you have just made that the focus point of this press conference, and then like you know gone ahead like in you know behind closed doors they're talking about playstation 5 why couldn't you have just saved that for your e3 press conference um and then like show off some nice gameplay 
of like, say, you know, cause I think we all know that, um, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is coming for, for that system. Oh, I really gotta play the yeah, first one. Like, you don't even need to show all these games that you've already set up last year, uh, again. Like, I get it. They don't want to go back and show Last of Us again because they're like, we've done three straight E3s of that game and we made people walk around last year for it. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I still think it's a mistake on their part. I mean, I guess it's just that thing of they're not ready to go and they were afraid that, you know, kind of what it looks like it's going to happen, like Microsoft going everything. And maybe the fear was that if all we really come out is show Final Fantasy and <laughs> Final Fantasy Death Stranding, um, and then maybe tease up, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, that that won't be enough. I don't know. And, or, and or, have like Call of Duty or, or whatever. Or do they like pull a, uh, a fast one on us and the day of release something. How would you feel? How would you seriously feel if for whatever reason the day of they create such a stir with an announcement they make from Sony that it derails the greatness that Microsoft puts out? I don't think they would do it. I don't think they would do it the day of just because of the way they're acting now and everyone's been acting because everyone would be like, man, that's kind of a D move. But they've done that before. They have, but that was a different, I know. Yeah. Different time, different place, <laughs> different leaderships. I think though, look, I, I won't be surprised at all. Uh, come Monday, if like, you know, between, especially between like Ubisoft and Square, like they just all of a sudden dropped a trailer or, or did drop a, a couple of announcements because they still want to have a presence at E3. They just said we didn't want to do a presentation this year, you know, and maybe it's just that they so didn't weird. Yeah, maybe it's just an optics thing. They didn't think like it would get enough cheers and they were worried about that. Yeah. And if you're them, you don't really have yeah. any, at this point right now, you don't have anything in the game. You only have things to lose. Right. To and, be fair. And I think that's what I was going to kind of say, but maybe not as, as clear. Yeah. Maybe they had some intel and they went, whoa, they're going to do that. We got this. Let's just back out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Makes um, sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Plus, they had the thing they dropped last week, which we're about to talk about. You want to go talk about that? Yeah. News, you know, news and stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! This was the week John, of course, has to take off. It was the week of before E3, which, of course, is like when All the things 90 happen. billion things drop. Why did I open my news? Why did I do that? I don't know. I obviously turn around right here. I look at your beautiful TV. Yes. And I look at the Microsoft Word document that has our news on it. Uh, are you going first or me? <laughs> it, whatever you want to do, man. I don't care. You're the guest news host this week. I am. I'll always be a news Lead host. it off, buddy. Death Stranding is coming this fall. <laughs> In a reveal that shocked every host at uh, Weekly Games that, Chat. That's me included and John. Yeah, I was like, wow. Crazy. I was, I was like, okay. Uh, Hideo Kojima released a nearly nine-minute trailer for Death Stranding that included a surprising tidbit of information. The game will be released on November 8th, 2019. Mine blown. That is 2019 that ends with a 1-9. And has a 2-0 in front of it. That's this year. Uh, this game is up for pre-order now, including a $199 ver- version that comes with a bridge baby statue because nothing will freak out your non-gaming friends more than you trying to explain exactly what a bridge baby is to them. This was crazy. 
Um, the way he did it, mm-hmm. like the idea of like, so Sony put up a Twitch stream. Yes. And like there were a couple of hands and you could see video in the background. And then like as it got closer to noon of the next day, the hands, more hands started appearing. And you quickly realized what you were watching. It, uh, it was, it sucked for me because the night before I stayed up till midnight to see, cause for whatever reason, the things I was reading and the, and the, and the things going on in my world, I thought it was going to be at midnight because I think the intent yeah, yeah. that everybody was saying was they wanted to be the reveal to be as, as worldwide as possible to everybody. Like the, the announcement reaches everybody in the world at the same time. So everybody's kind of up at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it was very weirdly, uh, I don't know how to explain Like, I didn't want to stop watching it. It was great because it starts out like kind of classic Kojima. Like, he did the same thing with Metal Gear Solid, like, where you're like, look at all this cool, like, there's power music playing. You're like, look at all this cool stuff you could do. You can come to a cliff and see a, <laughs> see a way, no way up. But guess what? You've got a ladder. And, you know, just, just this, like, you know, him walking around all that. But when it finally starts to reveal its meat to you, and you just start to go like, oh my God, the idea of like you having this scan system and all of a sudden you realize there's these entities that in the real world you can't even see. And pretty much it, it appears that they get you, you're, you're done. It's and, over. And then you apparently go to this dark world or something like that. You basically got to get back to the non death world. Yeah. Yeah. It is the craziest thing. It's cra- uh, it, I, I, I'm excited to play it. I don't know what exactly I'm going to be doing really. And it's like Mads Mickelkin or whatever his name is. Yeah. Just like looking at him, he's like, it's okay, baby. I'm just excited to be Norman Reedus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's got Guillermo del Toro in there yeah, too. I, I do love Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> see, see, see what I did there? See, see what was done there? Yeah. Activision has confirmed its worst kept secret that this year's Call of Duty will be called Call of Duty Modern Warfare and will serve as a quote, gritty and grounded reboot to the franchise per infinity wards taylor kurosaki wait wait kurosaki there you go yeah uh quote by the time modern warfare 3 was over nukes had gone off the u.s had been invaded by russians and there were no more relatable stakes so we put the, that storyline to bed and instead reimagined those characters so they could work in the conflicts of today the studio did manage to keep two new items secrets or two new items secret that will for sure uh reshape the future of the franchise. The game will finally do away with season passes and map paps and make all new maps and post launch events free to those who purchase the game. Big. That is, that is really big. Uh, the second, uh, dot, dot, dot and more shocking announcement was that modern warfare will feature cross play support between PC, PS4 and Xbox one players. Boom. Let that marinate. Okay. Yes. Uh, and then finally, Chris can snipe Sean with the full power of 10 billion teraflops. It's my dream. The game is out on October 25th, 2019. Yeah. Dude, we're both going to get worked by PC players. Of course. Yeah. I'm not playing with PC players if I could choose. Ho- hopefully they have some sort of way where you can choose what realm you want to be in or, or at the very least say like what kind of input you must be using. Like yeah. You can't be using keyboard and mouse. Yeah. You know. Uh, but yeah, this is big because, you know, we've been talking about this cross play stuff and, you know, while there's been 
plenty of crossplay between uh, these smaller indie games. This feels like a dam breaking, you know, is the best way to explain. Like, because if Activision is coming in saying, we want crossplay, Sony, and Sony bends and, you know, said, okay, yeah, we'll allow that. Um, John just messaged us and said, game on and he's from beautiful Napa, California. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, he knows we're recording now and we've said it on air now, so it worked. There you go. Uh, but yeah, like that, if Call of Duty is able to get that, then that means Battlefront, whenever the next one, or Battlefield, when those next ones come out, they'll probably be designed with it. Um, I would imagine things like Rainbow Six Siege, Ghost Recon, you know, take, just pick, pick something. Shoot, Ugh, Madden, sorry. NBA 2K, FIFA, all of these are now potentially possible if they can design them to work, yeah. basically. I almost coughed again. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, we're good. Allergies. Ugh. Um, so when I'm DJing an event and it's, it's mostly clean music, uh, at whatever event is, um, at some point, if, if the party changes and say the person who hired me is like, Hey, uh, play this song and play this version. And I go, you realize that has Richard talk and F bombs in it. You, you don't go back from that. That's, that, true. that's where I'm getting to is like, if I'm doing like a party and I, and I drop a, uh, you know, a cuss field, uh, version of a song you don't go back to playing you know the g-rated stuff and this is exactly what that that is in the video game world yeah you don't go from a world where in a world these they didn't talk to each other you couldn't cross play to now all of a sudden one of the biggest games you know that that multi from from a multiplayer standpoint on console is is and that's called a call of duty yeah oh my god like this is the beginning we'll look back on this and go you remember that one time they did this yeah, remember back when you couldn't play with our players for no reason? Yeah, like it it doesn't matter. And I don't know if it'll be like that sense of where I could choose to play with Sean on, uh, you know, directly if I'm on Xbox and he's on PlayStation. You know, I don't know. I doubt it. I would be yeah. a little surprised. But just the idea of like, oh, I don't have to worry about that there are less Xbox players because there are PS4 players out there and vice versa. You know, like when we get seven, eight months out from launch with these titles and the, the player bases are obviously smaller than what they were, uh, the first three months after launch, you know, that's just good for everyone. That means better matchmaking, faster matchmaking. Um, and that's what it should be about. It should be about your community, not about what, you know, the, the platforms want. And I'm glad they're forcing this now that they're allowing and saying like, yeah, we want to do it with this huge game. Um, it's a win-win for everybody, really. It is. It is. You know what else is a win, Sean? What's that? The season of Ubisoft leaks. I like that. No pre-E3 uh, pre week is ever complete without an Ubisoft week or leak. Sorry. Sticking tradition. Amazon UK pulled a blunder and accidentally revealed that Ubisoft is planning to release a new Watch Dogs game called Watch Dogs Legion. In the game, players will be cast into, quote, a near dystopian version of London. It's a post-Brexit world in which society, politics, and technology have changed and altered London's fortunes. London is one of the most iconic cities in the world and has a massive influence on all of Western culture for centuries. London makes total sense for watchdogs as the city has one of the highest surveillance levels in the world, making this a perfect playground. After the leak, Kotaku, Ubisoft's favorite online gaming That's publication, funny. verified the leak is in fact accurate and all in adding that players will be able to play as any NPC in the game. 
And apparently, like, depending who you pick and where you are in the story, it will completely change your point of view and perspective. That's crazy. Of what, yeah, like, this sounds like it has to be next gen, but at the same time, I'm like, again, like, I don't think they have a fall game. And I know they've, they've talked about, Ubisoft has talked about that they're going to have some big expansion this fall for Assassin's Creed's players, but I just can't, I can't imagine that being the only thing they're releasing. Well, I guess they, they do have Ghost Recon. I keep forgetting that. But even then, that just doesn't seem like the, like that's a military thing, right? So for those who just want the more traditional open world, go explore and do crazy stuff, you know, that seems more of what Watch Dogs is and what Assassin's Creed or Far Cry or whatever, uh, is. So maybe, maybe it will fill their, uh, void or maybe, who knows? Maybe this is one of those things that will be a launch game for next gen, right? It's possible. I mean, I, I think they got some things up their sleeve. I think the uh, Mario Rabbids franchise might have a presence at this year's E3 for like a sequel. That'd uh, actually be a good prediction. I, you know what? You know? Random prediction here. Nintendo <laughs> at Ubisoft's press conference, Nintendo will announce something. I don't know what it is. It could be that. could be a new title. We'll put it on the board. It's legit. Yeah. yeah. That, legit that's, prediction. That could definitely happen. You know what also is uh, legit? What's that? Uh, Google's moves. Oh, yeah. So they got moves like Jagger. <laughs> oh, Hey, you know Adam Levine's not on uh, The Voice anymore? I heard he quit. Yeah, he did. He's out. Uh, Google moves to steal some E3 thunder. Uh, this Thursday, June 6th, as I said earlier, at 12 p.m. Eastern time. That's 9 p.m. for you guys on the West Coast. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. But you could watch it at 9 p.m. Because too, 12 p.m. is noon and I messed up. You're dumb. Google will host its first, this is what they're calling the, uh, their version of like a Nintendo Direct. It's called the Stadia Connect event. Um, it's a presentation meant to mimic Nintendo's direct uh, format, stating in a teaser for the presentation, quote, some news can't wait for E3, end quote. That's pretty good. Google promises it will outline pricing. Uh, I predict that that will blow everyone's mind. Launch info and game announcements. One wonders if Microsoft, which they should be, will be watching to see if their own presentation should be adjusted. Right? It's like, it's like, yeah. So like I'm excited, man. That's, uh, so, so today, as you listen, is the fifth. That's tomorrow morning. That is true. Make that like, or noon, depending where you live. Yeah. But am I going to be doing anything at work? You never do anything at work. That's not a true statement. I, for I, anyone that's listening that knows how I work, I talk, <laughs> I, I talk to everyone that's impacted by what you do on a daily and they go, basis. And they what go, like, does he we do? don't know what they're doing over there, that's but so it's funny. not anything good. Uh, Respawn previews its second season of Apex. Uh, despite its waning player base size, Apex Legend is still one of the biggest surprises of 2019. Respawn is hoping it can capture that, uh, I meant to say attention, but I said intention. It's probably fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, as it <laughs> prepares to release the second season of the game later this month. Changes for the second season include reducing the time it takes to get to level 100, three additional legendary skins added to the rewards track, upping the amount of crafting materials rewards so you can craft a legendary item, and adding new content categories, which will replace badge and stat tracker rewards. Uh, I'm not surprised they're making these adjustments, and, and you know what, usually... The one of the good things respawn, you know, of course, former Infinity War guys, they're usually good at adjusting and, and they need and to going. be. Yeah. Well, to put to kind of put your you know your your toe in the water for this kind of genre, this kind of game, um, you're going to be going directly against Fortnite, and those guys don't play around on seasons no. content. 
updates, the, the real things that are currently happening. Correct. They time it to put in their games. And they really, they need to knock this one out of the park because yeah. honestly, I think if this season comes out and people are just like, eh, yeah. then it, it faces like the danger of something like how division was in comparison to destiny where it had its moment in the sun where it was very bright and, you know, outshone everything. And then the reality was that everyone then just looked back at the way they were looking before and realized this is still the best option out there. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, that seems that very much seems what is going on in Fortnite right now. Uh, the question is, can they find the grounds? Like they don't have to be as big as Fortnite, but they need to be as stable as like PUBG's player base has been these last yeah, couple of years. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um. Don't don't let yourself fade away. Like understand what you're what you're involved in and keep it going. Yeah. I'm rooting for them because it is a solid game for real. Yeah. Um. Someone check to make sure John has a pulse. THQ Nordic has revealed that it will it will reveal a new Darksiders game at E3. If you listen to our predictions, Chris already had. You know, told you that, but we're talking about it now again in more depth. <laughs> uh, the company has scheduled a panel for 10:30 a.m. Pacific time on June 13th, titled "Darksiders Action Adventure Evolved." Master Chief has said he'll allow the title because you see, it was called Halo Combat Evolved. I do. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. The description for the panel reads: a discussion about the inception of the Darksiders universe and where it's headed next. This panel will coincide with the E3 2019 unveil of a brand new Darksiders game that takes the franchise in a fresh direction. Card game. This, <laughs> that's funny. Will Smith, fresh. Uh, this, oh, don't do that. This is a panel discussion about the art and business of creating and maintaining an action adventure franchise, rich in game and corporate lore. I'm happy for John. Cause I think he like, you know, Dark Cyrus 3 came out and it was, it was reviewed okay, mm -hmm. but it wasn't reviewed exceptionally well. And you're like, T, if you're TH Nork, you're like, what they have like, what was it? It was like 86 games or some ridiculous amount that are currently in some form of development. Yeah. I could easily have seen in, in John's mind and every other Dark Sider fan's mind, right? That like the idea of, well, that's all I'm going to get for five to six years, if ever again, you know? It could be a very long time before I see another one of these. So the fact that it's coming so soon, who knows what it is. And, and it very well might not be another Darksiders like game full the way game. what yeah. we've been. Right. You know, it, it could be maybe they're going to do um, some sort of, you know, turn-based RPG thing like, uh, you know, something like Mario vs. Rapids or whatever. Maybe they're going to do uh, just a straight, you know, take on the 2d plat 2d 3d platformer you know just like instead of it being an open world you go from left to right who knows right i don't know but i hope it's good you know what else i hope is good Baldur's gate yes Baldur's gate 3 may be in development despite denying they acquired the license last year it appears larian studios makers of the much acclaimed divinity original sin series are working on Baldur's gate 3 the series was long produced by Bioware, but there hasn't been a true sequel in the series since Bioware released Baldur's Gate 2 back all the way in 2000. It's like 19 years ago, bro. And good counting. Math. Yeah. Did you use the Excel sum to get that? 
Is there a thing? <laughs> the developer has changed their homepage to a logo with three Roman numerals. This could simply signify the third Divinity Original Sin game might be coming. But the internet dug into the website's source code to reveal that the logo is titled Baldur's Gate Logo 3 Retouch Ping, which would seem to suggest that, you know, that's what it is. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Maybe the developers were just wise the internet would dig deep, or maybe the fans of the series will finally get the sequel they've been waiting for. Hopefully we find out this next week. Or what if they did that on purpose so they knew the people would be looking yeah. for it? And there has been, I didn't put it on here just because it, there was so much news this week, but there have been other announcements like apparently all of the D&D based games that have ever been made are being remastered and, and brought to Steam. Uh, and I think also the PS4 and, uh, Switch Dude, and all, we, Xbox. All, all we need from, oh. So like Baldur's Gate, both, all the Baldur's Gate games, never, uh, never winner. Yeah. Uh, and just, a, just a slew of them. And I have to say, um, while I would love it if, if Bioware came back to this, I understand why they don't because they, they basically started with this in kind of just the same way they did with Knights of the Old Republic. They made something from an established lore, right? And then they pivoted and made something that was original of their own. Of course, with Knights of the Old Republic, it then led to Mass Effect. And with, uh, before that, uh, Baldur's Gate led to, uh, Dragon Age, uh, that series. So obviously that's what they're working on now. But, um, if there's one studio out there on PC that's been like just nailing what the old school vibe of what these games are, and what people like about them, like just being able to build your own character in the way you want to in a fantasy world. It's these guys, mm -hmm. like these dudes build, have built some great world. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully they get to do this. You'll be excited about it, right? Yeah. I, I mean, even if it's just the third original sing game, I'd be excited. So, um, either way, I hope they announce something. <clears throat> if you haven't turned on your Xbox or PlayStation, uh, to see what games there are out there for June, uh, I'm about to tell you. PS Plus uh, and Games with Gold for June on PS Plus. You have Sonic Mania. Ooh. Uh, that's pretty legit. We reviewed that game here on this fine program. Mm -hmm. uh, Borderlands, the Handsome Collection. Man, that's a win. Yeah, that's a good one, and you got to think that's uh, time well to yeah, kind of get you prepped for. If you haven't ever played a yeah. Borderlands game, just go download that, and you have every game you're going to need to play. Like, that would... You could literally, if you're not someone who's playing everything that's new that's out, you could start playing those games now. And by the time you're done, you should be ready for the release of Borderlands 3. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, games with gold over on Xbox, you have NHL 19. Yeah. Uh, Rivals of Aether. Yeah. That's going to come out on June 16th. Portal still alive. Yeah. You will have that until June 15th. Earth Defense Force 2017. That has like got one of the most loyal cult followings. Earth out there. Defense Force? Yeah. They've been making those for years. What is it? Uh, it's like the idea of like these alien bugs invading the planet and you taking, like defending the earth against them. Like Galaga? Yeah. A little bit, but not like that. It's like, it's third person. Like Peggle? Yes. Exactly like Peggle. Uh, dude, I love Peggle. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Every time you kill an alien, it, it plays Ode to Joy. Oh my God. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, you'll be able to get earth, uh, defense on June 16th, by the way. Yes. Those, uh, those that start June 16th will go through July 15th. As they should. Yes. Uh, who needs eight when you can have 16? That's a good point, Chris. <laughs> Sony's new preview program will begin testing features for the console soon, including 16 player parties, improved yes. audio quality for voice chat, and even chat transcription. 
PS4 players can register now. However, it should be noted that those who are chosen will not be able to join the same party or use share play with owners who are not in the program. So maybe, you know, unless you just everyone, your friends list, you know, gets this. I don't, I don't like that, that they're, they're doing it that way. I I think it's just more of like the fact they're going to have to give them a unique version of the PlayStation UI. So it might not be able to connect. I agree. Um, like, like I said, I, I cannot like it, but still kind of be excited for it. There was a time where, uh, I would play games and you would wish you had more people in your party. Mm. Heck, even now, um, on, on, on the right game. Yeah. Our parties, they can get, you know, pretty full pretty fast and you oh, have to yeah. create extra parties. Oh, yeah. Um, but if we're not all playing the same game, if there's things going on, I'm not sure how I want to be, if I'd want to be a person in a 16 player party. If I didn't want to hear the banter of what was going on, but 16 player raids confirmed for next gen. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Prediction. Uh, out of all these, I mean, like the 16 player parties, that's a nice perk, but it's definitely not the one that really excited me. It was more of one. I think it's really cool. They're playing chat transcription, not just like so you can read back racist comments your friends make on your phone. Uh, but I was more so thinking of like, you know, imagine someone has a hearing. Uh, disability, maybe they're not even deaf, right? But it's just hard of hearing. Being able to have your phone open, which is the way this is supposed to work, is like you just have your PlayStation app op- open on your phone. You can read the text. So if like you didn't hear something right, being able to scroll up and be like, oh, okay, that's what was said. And then like comment on it. Um, and then the other thing, you know, if there's one thing that I, I will give credit that Microsoft has done better this generation than Sony, it's been the quality of their audio on their voice chat. So it's nice to see that Sony's finally looking like they're going to update. I'm sure it will be at least the same quality as Microsoft's, if not even better, you know, because they will have five years of technology. They get to finally get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, if you want, I'll read the next two so you can read that, that third one. Okay. That works. All right. EA lays out EA play schedule. EA has revealed that the world will get its first full look of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order this Saturday, June 8th at 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ooh. I'm very excited about this game. Are we all? Uh, other games to be highlighted during the three-hour stream are Apex Legends, which, as you if you just listened, they were outlining plans, so maybe we see some of those plans. Yeah, yeah, they've given the hint, so now it's like this is what the season will actually look like, I'm sure. Yeah. That's what it will be. Battlefield 5, mm. FIFA... Madden and The Sims 4. I think this is unspoken, but both FIFA and Madden will be the uh, year 20 versions of the game. So the ones coming this fall. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, speaking of EA, we'll keep talking about them. Sea of Solitude is ready to set sail. I like that. Ooh. That's nice. Uh, EA has also revealed that Sea of Solitude, the latest EA Originals product made in conjunction with Joe May Games, will release on July 5th, 2019. That's not far away. That gives us something to play next month. It does. Uh, the game was shown during last year's EA Play event. Yes, it was. It gave up very big. Yeah, it looks very pretty. Yeah, I hope it's. I it's like good. playing a pretty game. Sometimes. I, I will. I get, look. EA gets a lot of crap, and they deserve it ninety nine percent of the time. I have to say, but I do like what they're doing finally with EA Play because they are such a formulaic Ooh. studio. Like, oh, it's like, and even here, you can see it. Right, we got our big Star Wars game for the fall. Apex, Battlefield, FIFA, Madden, and Sims. And they laid out 
Uh, all these are getting 30 minutes of streams, right? I think like they've got different hosts depending on what is like Greg Miller and Andrea Renee are hosting the Star Wars thing. Uh, and then like one of the big FIFA people is coming in for that one, of the big Madden ones. And then I think, uh, Greg Miller is coming back to do Sims four, uh, at the very, or no, Andrea Renee is doing that. That's what it is. Um, like, you know, they've laid out the schedule for you. And that way, you know, if you're this person who only cares about Star Wars, you can watch that and then move on. If you're a person that doesn't care about Star Wars, but you care about Apex and Battlefield because you love shooters, you can come in for those parts and then leave, right? Yeah. You don't have to sit around wondering <clears throat> when is the thing that I want to see coming out. On, and on and they, they always give you even what I do like that they'll do is you're going to find out something uh, kind of cool that they're going to do. A little tidbit they want to give you for whatever the new season is or. Yeah, yeah. Th- they try to, they, I don't know. They, they try to excite you about those things, even though they are the monotonous same things that come out every yeah, year yeah. to me. Um, the Sims, huh? Yeah. They, they've never had a launch debacle. No, no. Never. They, that, that's a money maker for them. Always is. Uh, next up, Microsoft brings games pass to PC. Microsoft's popular. Xbox Games Pass is coming to PC with details to be shown at their Xbox E3 briefing. In a blog post, Xbox president and super cool t-shirt collection guy Phil Spencer stated that the company has, quote, not always lived up to our aspiration of keeping gamers at the center of everything we do when it comes to the experience they've had on Windows. In effort to change that criticism, Xbox Games Pass for PC will, quote, Give players unlimited access to a curated library of over 100 high-quality PC games on Windows 10 from well-known PC game developers and publishers such as Bethesda, Deep Silver, Devolver Digital, Paradox Interactive, Sega, and more. And just as we committed on console, it is our intent to include new games from Xbox Game Studios in Xbox Games Pass for PC the same day as their global release, end quote. Additionally, Microsoft plans to make games included in Games Pass available for multiple stores, such as Steam, and they plan to add 20 Xbox Games Studios uh, titles, including Gears 5, Chainsaw Fight, <laughs> to Steam and add support for Win32 games uh, to Windows 10. Dude, they're, they're really doing everything they can to say, here's, here's our stuff. And play it however you want to. Yeah, they're basically, I mean, they didn't say anything yet about the Epic Game Store, but I would have to imagine if they can get that, they eventually will too. I don't know. But they've, like, that's always been one of the big complaints about Microsoft made games, uh, is that you can't get them on Steam. And honestly, the, the Microsoft games app or whatever, even like the Xbox app on there has never been as great running, uh, or as functional as steam is, you know, most people have built their libraries on steam and it's kind of just like, it's the same thing when you go to origins for EA games, it just doesn't feel right. Like it, it, they're, they're just, most of them have not created an UI and a system that feels good. And like when you want to switch back and forth between games and you go 99% of my games are in steam. Yeah. You don't want to go pull up another app just to, to try this other thing out. Yeah. Um, I hope they get a lot of good games. Uh, but you know, they're definitely trying. That's, that's a, even like, I know this is more of a technical thing, but the win 32 game support, being able to take a bunch of titles, like most people when they develop games for windows are using win 32. It's still the preferred method for developing or writing code in games and all that kind of stuff. So having that support on windows 10 
just makes it that much easier for them instead of having to try to find workarounds. I told you, man. I, I don't. Were you with us at that lunch? Maybe hmm. you weren't. But I hinted. Why wasn't I at that lunch? I don't remember where I said this is what I'm getting at. But I was like, man, I just felt like it's a good time to just be a PC gamer. Like all, all the things are going to be there that you want. Yeah. And somebody said, well, what about your, uh, you know, like your God of War, your Uncharted? And I was like, well, yeah, maybe I'll still have a PlayStation. Yeah. I for now. Know. I mean, but imagine again, if we move to in the future, yeah, in the future, who yeah, knows? Who knows? Finally this week. Uh, Finally this week. Uh, Is that me or you? I'll let you do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mike, because you're like guest, uh, guest news host. Ooh. Microsoft will have more first party hosts. First party studios at E3 than ever before. Phil Spencer continued to ramp up the excitement for Sunday's E3 briefing by tweeting out that the company will have a record number of first party studios showing games this year, tweeting just finishing our final E3 rehearsal here with the team in Redmond. Feel really good about the briefing. Lots to show. We will have 14 Xbox game studio games in the show this year. More first party games than we've ever had in a show. There have been rumors that Microsoft will go big this year and will have a show that could last for more than two hours. Uh, you know, and I will say he, the way he phrased this, we will have 14 Xbox game studios, right? Uh, in the show this year. That probably hints to the fact of like, not everything will be necessarily exclusive to Xbox. Like for instance, the big one being, of course, we know they own Obsidian now. They're obviously going to show Outer Lands at that. That is a game coming to all three con or no to PC, Xbox and PS4. So, you know, there will be those things, but that's still an Xbox studio now, you know, highlighting their game at the studio, right? Or at their presentation. So all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, you know, they'll probably show some Minecraft, which of course is available everywhere. <laughs> Minecraft is awesome. Yes. I like that you said Minecraft today. Minecraft. There you go. Um, that does yeah, it, huh? That is that. That's like that's some good news, man. That was a lot of you know. Do you feel like it was better quality than what John does? Well, the new staff, you know, they work hard. Just call it John. They have a. We're gonna, you know, and and, and he who shall not be named. This is Sean. He gives it his all. He does. Uh, but uh, I, I do like the uh, quirky titles, titles, and writing, and little notes in there. Ooh, that I feel like uh, he who shall not be named. I kind of forgotten about. I'm taking back the news ring. You guys can read it. <laughs> taking it back, John. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's awesome. I don't want it. <laughs> you can have it. Yeah, especially for a week like this where I'm like, ah, so many things. Um, John. Yes. You want to wrap this up? Never. down ricky bobby i'm i'm not gonna call them out i'm not either you but know? you mother you <laughs> son of a um no we uh, get it we yeah. don't have any emails yeah no emails this week sorry 
Um, but if you want to write your thoughts and opinions thoughts in and prayers, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, <laughs> I made you laugh at that earlier. You so. did. Yeah. It was good stuff. Um, make sure you write them to weekly games, gmail.com. So, you know what? Why don't you all write in and, uh, hey. tell us what you thought of E3 and all that, because, you know, we'll definitely be recording next Tuesday. So make sure you get on there and, uh, tell us what your favorite announcements were or whatever. We'll, we'll definitely have time to cover them. I think. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, I mean, it's the summer. I get it. Yeah. If yeah. you, if you got anything going on in the season. summer, um, it's the down season. Anything that you're playing that's maybe not current that you want to talk about, just shoot us an email. Do we like talking to you guys for real? We did have some mentions on the Twitter though, Sean. We did. Uh, uh, shout out to Platinum Everything at Platinum Twitch. You rock. Um, he hung out with me for a long, it looked like a long like, time. It was like, yeah. yeah, it was about, I streamed from eight till about 11 last night. He was probably there from like the start till maybe about 1030. Um, Platinum says, uh, I cannot stress this enough. If you enjoy video games, uh, you enjoy podcasts of any kind, go check out us at Weekly Games Chat. Uh, they've created a community and a family of Richards unlike any other. Don't get it? Go listen. Uh, that means a lot to us. We appreciate that. Uh, to the point where Chris uh, he had just mentioned that yesterday when Chris went live, um, he hosted us too. He hosted us and made sure to uh, put out there that this was uh, his favorite podcast is live right now. And that's us. Chris was out playing. Um, and uh, he said, there's no better way to get to know at least one host and learn more about the content. Yes. Uh, he can't recommend it highly enough. So that's, that's so thankful. And I love the hashtags. It's hashtag Twitch kittens. Yeah. It's kind of like his group of, uh, Twitch streamers he's it, a part of. Indeed. Hashtag gaming podcast and hey, hashtag, that's what we are. hashtag your wife. Your wife. Um, um, but yeah, uh, also I want to give a, you know what, since there's not a lot this week, let me go ahead and give shout outs to Iron Puppy. I know he pretty much always, like if, if I'm on later, usually like 10, 10 30, yeah. he'll usually come in, uh, till I get off, um, Rublock. I think I'm saying that right. He at least usually when I start the stream, He's almost always there. He even like hit me up to to play games this weekend, but I was being lazy. I, I do think that the, the we don't have a. I could be completely wrong on this, but it seems like the the uh, the Richards who like taking part in that stuff are on just completely different time zones than us. It's really hard to find that median. Yeah, there's a one of our our users. I mean, has admitted he would love to. I think it was Ditch. I think he's the one who lives in the UK. One of them lives in the UK. I can't remember who. Yeah. Uh, right off hand right now, but they pretty much just made like, I would love to watch your live stream, which is that like you start at 8 p.m. your time, which is like, you know, 1 a.m. local <laughs> where he is. So, so crazy. I, yeah, hey, you know, but that's the good thing this weekend, you know, with all these streams going on for the E3, I, I should be on for all of them. And Sean will definitely probably at least come over for the Xbox one. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a unique chance for us to like, we've started the Twitch. You know, in this past few months, and, and now we have an E3 coming up. I honestly, when we did that show, and and as you started twitching on, uh, you know, Mondays, yeah, 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 I didn't even think about the possibility of us using Twitch to be, and you know, a tool to talk to our our, our Richards and fans and yeah, yeah. friends uh, about E3 stuff that's going on. So I'm excited about it, dude. I mean, I was like, even telling you off mic, uh, maybe I should come over Saturday for the EA for the EA State of Play. No, the EA, what's it called? Uh, EA play. E, not state of plays, something completely different. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited, dude. Yeah. I, I'm definitely excited for it. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, also, of course, uh, 
angel of the show, uh, Acid Sugar. He was on there too last night. Yeah. He runs our Discord. He's awesome. Andrew. He is awesome. He had a, t- a tweet that mentioned basically he just needed some love. Yeah. I'm not sure what was going on, uh, but I want to make sure you know that I'm sending you love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for sure. sure. For whatever the reason was. Um, at Big Riff, Ooh, Big uh, Riff replied to us and someone else. Uh, says you gotta have a release date if a game is going to be delayed after all. I'm gonna guess that's probably in connection with yes, Death, Death Stranding. Stranding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think they're gonna uh, delay that game though because uh, that's too, that's, uh, let's put it this way. Like Kojima will delay a game in the sense of like it doesn't actually have its release date, like a set date, right? Right. But they're like, oh, it's coming in 2018. He'll be like, well, actually, it's going to be uh, later than that. But usually, like, when he puts his date out, like, he's kind of been this guy where, you know, obviously, if they had done a, a thing this year, if they'd had a press conference, he would have been on stage and there would have been a 10-minute thing. Yeah. You know, just like he did with Metal Gear Solid Five, And it would have been, again, like this convincing thing where you're like, okay, obviously, this game is pretty much 90% the way done and it will be ready for release right. when it hits its date. From a comedic standpoint... I love that tweet because yes. he yes, also replied great. to at Koji Pro 2015 underscore EN, <laughs> which is the Kojima Productions, who had tweeted Death Stranding will release on November 8, 2019, yada, yada, yada. And because of all the things Chris just said, yes, that's why it's so funny that Big Riff did that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I don't know if we got any direct messages this week. I haven't checked. Um, we got them pulled up on the big TV. Uh, no, last one. No, yeah. It's been a while. Been a while. Been a while. Um, but yeah, we, we know you guys are busy. We thank you so much for your interaction and your support and the uh, fact that you tell others about us. Yes. Uh, Chris was going to start wrapping up the show by again, letting everyone know in case you're a new listener on the ways you can interact with us and, and get in touch with us. So again, thanks so much. Actually talk for a little bit, Sean, cause I'm actually going to look up something. Else. So I got to keep talking, right? And there was this one time I put Ben Gay on. No, not that. Not, 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 oh. not, oh, wow. That would oh. be bad. Oh, it, dude. So I was a high schooler <laughs> and, uh, I had a kind of like a groin injury and I was like, you know what? Been gay. It works. Well, turns out, uh, what do we call the Richard's buddies? Uh, Richard's buddies. <laughs> they're near the groin area. They're, um, what are we going to call them? That's the, good. Uh, we don't know. I don't know what you're going to call them. What I can say to the keep Gary it. Gonads, we can call them the Garys, the Richards and the Garys. That's so, funny. So the Garys make contact with said Ben Gay on said groin. Oh, I've had that. Oh my God. Actually, I've had worse. Uh, I've had icy hot. Oof. Oh, right. I, dude, imagine, it, imagine that sensation of ice cold Garys. To screaming hot Gary's and, and just dude, like going back and forth for dude, every two minutes. It didn't stop. And I might have not done it for medical treatment. I might have done it because I was Pleasure. in college drunk and uh, was willing to take bets. Yeah, turns out. <laughs> so it turns out not the best uh, decisions you can make in life, right? <laughs> Looking back. So uh, before we wrap this up, I do want to. So as we said, definitely streaming the Microsoft press conference this Sunday. It starts at 4 p.m. I'll probably have the stream up like, uh, you know, no earlier than I would say 30 minutes before, but probably no later than 15 minutes before the start of it. Um, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, I want to hear the announcements. Look, audio will be there. It won't be the loudest thing ever for the sake of we're going to talk over it, right? 
But at the very least, well, the we- video will be saved after effects. So if you want to, whichever order you want to do, if you want to come hang out with us and just have fun, do that. I guarantee you we'll, uh, we'll try to give you a good time and all that, right? Maybe I'll even drunk it. Well, I'm going there because I'm off. It's my birthday, and I'm off the next day. Yeah, all <laughs> Who that. Who knows, right? Um, I mean, but but look, people have people have been on Twitch and played a video to where, you know, you can you can hear what's going to come through. You you everyone who's going to see us on Twitch knows about right. Twitch. We're just going to balance it because you're there for that and us. Yes. So you, we want to make sure you can hear us. You're going to be able to hear the announcements. We're probably going to be quiet. During the big announcements, you're going to be able to hear the things that go on for sure. But so, like, if something big announces and then like they show some some trailers of some smaller games in between, yeah, we might be talking over those. So just for sure, you know, uh, they'll definitely be around for you to view after the fact. But please come join us. So that's that's at 4 p.m. Then Bethesda is that night, so this Sunday at 8:30 p.m. So that'll be interesting. Um, Devolver, we aren't going to do anything with because that's just kind of a YouTube video, PC gaming show. Maybe, but I doubt it. Um, those are kind of more just smaller indie tiles. A lot of times that get put out there and I just, but those, I just kind of, you know, wait, <laughs> right. I wait and see what actually ends up panning out. Then, uh, just investing my time because there's so much in that spectrum. But then at uh 4 PM Eastern, uh, time Monday, you can come back here and I'll be on here streaming the Ubisoft one. Uh, and then Square Enix, maybe we'll see. I'll definitely commit to Ubisoft. So Ubisoft and Microsoft are 100%. Uh, and I'll say Bethesda too will 100%. I will be streaming. Uh, Bethesda, well, hold on. Bethesda, 75% certain. If I get drunk because it's my birthday, I don't know. If I'll be able to turn things on and make them work, I'll be like, "Where's, where's Bethesda guy?" It'll turn into just a thing. You guys might want to see it, but then again, who knows? Don't you'd be like, "Is he just? Is he just peeing on the floor behind?" Yes. Did he not put up? He knows that (laughs) the green. Oh no! Oh no! It's a mess. Oh no! God, why? <laughs> um, and then Square Enix is Monday at nine. So that's a maybe. We'll see how that's going. Maybe I'll just make that the Monday night stream will be the Square. Yeah. Enix and thing. it's possible, Chris. Uh, I'll, I mean, I'm going to do my best. I know I've missed a couple of Mondays on Twitch, even if I get on, you know, like I have. Yeah. Been. Uh, I, I'm going to do my best to be there for that. Uh, it's possible I may show up here. Possibly. True. Um, but I'm also thinking of taking Monday off. Ooh. So if I do that, then it's going to be probably more probable. Uh, and then even though we won't be able to do it because we will both be at work, um, Tuesday at 12 PM is the Nintendo direct time. So for those I'll be who watching are interested, yeah, I will definitely have it up at work, but you know how it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, can't, can't really stream while we're at work. Mylon would walk behind me. Chris, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm coming live is no, no. what I'm doing. You, you, you go, <laughs> um, first of all, I'm a host on a podcast, sir. I'm a I'm a host first and a and an analyst second, sir. Indeed, sir. <laughs> uh, we did mention be like I ain't <laughs> to kick to really do, the prequel to all this. Don't forget the Google Stadia announcement thing. Yeah, will be yeah. on the sixth. I know this will be so, like the third or fourth time you've heard that. Yeah. So really, beginning tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, the sixth, all the way through the eleventh for Nintendo's direct. There will be stuff, except for Friday. Friday is your one day of rest. Yeah. Go get tanked Friday night and then get ready for 
Just the greatest. Just, just yeah. the greatest. The we best love, time of the year, right? We love E3. Uh, but that said, this has been episode, I believe, 207? Seven or eight. So. Are you going to tell them where to find us? Is that what happens next? Yeah, yeah. I need uh, to slow my roll? Yeah, yeah. Just slow back up. Slow the down? Back off. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Uh, but that said, if you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you like to use, and you will get a new episode just like this one every Wednesday for your listening pleasure. If while you're there, you want to show some love to us, make sure you drop like a five-star rating out there. Helps people find the show. If you hate the show, all you got to do is give us a four-star rating, then divide it in half, and then do what, Sean? <clears throat> Double it. And that will tell people you obviously hate us much more than a one star review ever could because four yeah, those means are mediocrity. Just, those are just so douchey. <laughs> uh, John will be back next week, I believe. Possibly. The, uh, the, I think he's like leaving the week after again. He's just a traveling man. Is right he now. missing two shows? I thought he said that. I thought like, or maybe it's not that week, but the week after. Oh, cause there was one game yeah, that yeah. I was like, I can't. I didn't know what game it was, but I was yeah. like, I can't just sit here and let Chris listen to that game. <laughs> but it was a joke, but I don't know. But he may seriously be gone for two weeks in a row. Yeah, we don't know what we're going to do. Uh, but that said, make sure you also write us again, emails, weeklygameschat, gmail.com. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook. And, of course, check out our Discord. I believe the link is still up on the Twitter You know page. what we need? Yes. A giveaway. That'll oh. get the people going, huh? <laughs> We'll give some stuff away. But what if they're like, now their ears have DJ like perked up and they're like, hey, giveaway. I got nothing. This is just how I think of things out loud. We'll give them three games with a combined score of 99 on Metacritic. Oh, that would be, that would actually be a really fun giveaway, Chris. No, it wouldn't because you didn't read that or hear yeah, that. Yeah, each game would be like a 33. Yes. Yes. I read yeah. that. Everyone will Math. get their copy of, uh, what was that game? Uh, what was the, I can't pay attention right now. What was the game uh, that came on PlayStation 4 that everyone was hyped for and was like steampunk, but then was like only like two hours long? We'll give them that game. I don't know. Uh, Oh, yeah. Remember that? With with all the uh, videos in it? Yes. Yeah. The game was really good, but just two hours long. Yeah. yeah. I do remember. Yeah. I can't think of the name of the game. $60 though. (laughs) 60 bucks. (laughs) Uh, That said, until next time, John, wherever you are, game on. Game on to you, sir. I know you'll listen to this. Yeah. He does. He's so vain. Probably thought this podcast was bound. We are making a podcast. Yeah, we kind of are right now. Uh, Game on, John. Game on, Chris. Uh, Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. John would say thug life. Thug life. Thug life. Or I need a tagline. That would be the old one. All right, let's go. (laughs) 